Keeping Up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure, is sponsored by SJL General Contractors. SJL General Contractors is licensed in both Alabama and Tennessee. This family-owned business provides mass grading, storm drainage, sewer and concrete improvement, asphalt paving, erosion control, demolition, and heavy hauling. If you're in need of any of these services, you can contact them at 931 933-4660. That is 931-433-4660. If you'd like to be employed by this family-owned company, three W's and a dot, sjnl.com, www.sjnl.com. The proper name would have been Windbreaker. Now, that's not my Native American name after I've eaten bread. But it was the name that you would have called these little jackets. But instead of calling them a windbreaker, we call them the Oxford jacket. It wasn't a letterman's jacket. I wasn't a varsity athlete. This wasn't a jacket that you had to play a sport to have. This was a jacket that anybody could wear. What made them special was that they were black. And the sporting goods store that made them took these little two-inch letters, and these were cloth letters. They weren't vinyl press-on letters. These letters were hand-sewn onto the jacket, and, and it made a top rocker. So you had this black jacket with these golden letters making a top rocker, and directly beneath the rocker that said Oxford, you'd have your last name. The Oxford jacket, the, the, the jacket that every yellow jacket student wore. And like I said, you didn't have to be an athlete to have one of these. You didn't have to play a sport to have one of these. Anybody could have one. Anybody but me. You see, it was, it, it was an inexpensive windbreaker, but it might as well have been a DeLorean. I couldn't afford one and was not about to ask my parents for one. But if you had one, a little black windbreaker with Oxford over the top and Jones on the back. When and, and, and if you found that special girl, you'd end up letting her wear it more than you did. And, and there were several girls who would have looked really good in that jacket. But I never had one to give anybody. Now, there was a girl, and she was not necessarily my girlfriend. We had been boyfriend and girlfriend when we were much younger, but never in high school. And and, and she knew that, that my family didn't have a lot of money. Her dad actually gave me some work. I would clean fence lines and uh, weed the flower beds for her mom and, and cut their grass and do all kinds of things. And, and her dad would, would pay us money. But I never considered spending spending money on, on, on that jacket. No, that jacket was not a need. That jacket was was just a want. It, it was unnecessary. I, I had a jacket, and it was warm, and it shed water. And this girl, this wealthy girl, offered to buy me one one time and said, you'd look good in an Oxford jacket. And my pride would not allow me to do that. I, I suppose I've surmised through the years that when I got a membership to the YMCA and, and got to, to play racquetball uptown in Anniston, 
and my love for racquetball developed there. I believe it's this girl's family who gave me that membership and sent it to me anonymously in the mail. But I never got one of those jackets and I wouldn't absolutely wouldn't let this girl buy it for me. Now, now please understand, my identity was not affected because I didn't have a, a an Oxford jacket. No one ever shunned me because I didn't wear an Oxford jacket. Nobody really made a big deal about it, uh, I guess, other than me. It didn't affect my school spirit. I still had school spirit in spite of not having an, an, an Oxford jacket. I, I, I volunteered my services as a roadie with the band. I was never in the band. I never marched a step with the band. But I would help them load the buses and then would ride the bus to a, a ball game or two. Uh, I remember in a band contest one time, I was the podium. Yeah, they, they put these straps underneath the, the drum major's podium. And as the band performed, as they left the field, the drum major would whistle and the podium would get up and run off the field <laughs> with me underneath it. Uh, I had good school spirit. I participated in skits with the cheerleaders. Uh, if you can uh, picture me with hair back in those days, I had a resemblance to Robin Williams and was often asked to be in skits with a girl named Susan Cowan, who looked like Mindy. And we would do the Mork and Mindy thing uh, during the pep rallies. I led the invocation at the ball games. Yes, when I went to high school, you were allowed to pray before a ball game and you were allowed to pray out loud. I dressed up every year during the homecoming weeks and, and was various characters. I even remember being the amazing Frogman, a character that one of my friends actually invented doing some foolishness in a parking lot one night. But I brought him to life as both an animated character in the school newspaper and then actually showed up in the 3D costume. I remember we were cleaning up around the ball field one afternoon uh, during P.E. And, and Coach Houston had some paper that was in the middle of a of a uh, a mud hole. He goes, "Where's the Where's the Frogman? Hey, Frogman, go out there in that water and, and get that paper." I had plenty of school spirit. Uh, I ended up painting yellow jackets in the hallways, one in the dressing room at the field house, and one in the cafeteria uh, with my airbrush. I, I had plenty of school spirit, but I never had an Oxford jacket. And oddly enough, it didn't affect my childhood. It was not traumatic, and it made no contribution to my warped personality. I'm not saying my personality is not warped, but not having an Oxford jacket is not the reason that it's warped. Now, before anybody gets all retro and decides to go out and, and find one of these things and send me an Oxford jacket, please understand I, I don't need one. I didn't need one then. I had a jacket. It was warm, and it shed water. And 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 I don't need a windbreaker. I actually have several windbreakers. One of them was given me by retired Colonel Doctor David Huff. It has an embroidery on it. It, it. it says Lonnie Jones. It has an embroidered cross, and it says HPD SWAT. I have another black jacket. And it was given to me by uh, Rex Reynolds, a retired police chief and one of our state representatives. Hundreds of students have walked through the halls at Oxford High School 
wearing those black Oxford jackets. They've, they've passed through the gates of the football stadium. No one from my high school has pulled up to a police barricade wearing a black jacket with gold letters on it and walked, parked on the curb, got out of their vehicle and walked through the police barricade with young men saying, hello, Lonnie, and walked into the inner perimeter of a SWAT call out wearing a jacket with gold letters that said negotiator. I have another black windbreaker. It has a silver emblem on it. It's a circular seal and silhouetted on it is a SWAT operator uh, with an M16 and he's rappelling by a, a window and it says Huntsville Police SWAT Team. I may be the only civilian that has that jacket. Those three jackets are special to me, but the jackets don't make me special. The Oxford one didn't have that power, and, and, and these don't. Your accoutrements, your th costume, the things that you wear, do not equal your value. Your value is not found in your cars or your houses or your trophies or your degrees or your possessions. It's not even really found in your accomplishments. So your value is wrapped up not as what is not in what is wrapped around you, but what you are wrapped up in. But now we're not talking about jackets anymore, are we? The windbreakers were only special because someone chose to impute value or significance to them. You weren't special because you had an Oxford jacket. An Oxford jacket was special because it, it did something. It combined your school and your name. And see, if you'd had an Oxford jacket but were not an Oxford student, what, what significance would it have had? What value would it have been? What relationship would there have been? If you had an Oxford jacket and you weren't an Oxford student, but you were dating an Oxford student and wearing his jacket, that would have been different. You see, what made the Oxford jacket special was not the fact that it said Oxford on it and not the fact that it had your name on it, but what made the Oxford jacket special was that you were wrapped up in Oxford High School. And you would wear an emblem that said, this is my school and this is my name and my name and my school are connected to one another. Your identity was meshed with your alma mater. That's what made an Oxford jacket an Oxford jacket. What if you found your identity inside of God? What if God's name and your name had a connection that you were a part of something that he was a part of or he was a part of you or you were a part of him. What if the rocker was about God and the name under it was about you? Who had that connection? You'd have all the worth and all the value that you needed. Jackie has a sign. She asked me to, to make it and it's in her laundry room. And it simply says, a woman's heart should be so hidden in God that a man must seek him 
in order to find her. See, if we were wrapped up in an identity that was enmeshed with God and God in you. See, people who find you, find you there in God, and they don't really care what you're wearing. People who find you wrapped up in God, the name of God and your name associated with one another. And if there's consistency there, if there's that relationship has the loyalty, has the honor, has the significance that you'd give an alma mater, and people who find you there wouldn't care what you're wearing. They wouldn't care if it's not name brand. They wouldn't care if it's not expensive. They wouldn't really care anything about it. So your value is not about what's written on your jacket. It's not about an Oxford logo in your name. It's not about a jacket that says negotiator or SWAT or chaplain or... You see, the value is not what's written on your jacket. The value comes from what's written on your heart. Keeping up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure is sponsored by us. What? We sponsor ourselves? Is that even legal? Check us out on Amazon. You can have access to the titles of Pedagogue, the youth ministry book by Lonnie Jones. Cognitive Spiritual Development, a Christ-centered approach to spiritual self-esteem. Grappling with Life, Controlling Your Inside Space, a small essay using the principles of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to talk about psychological and emotional self-defense. If I Were a Mouse, a children's book written and illustrated by Lonnie Jones. And then The Selfish Real, a very short story about a decision. Also, you can check out our YouTube channel to see archived lessons and presentations from across the country, some videos with uh, rope tricks and knots. Don't forget to visit the uh, Facebook page, 550 Guys, to learn about the little rope men that we make and in, that we invented and that we make. And then be sure to click like, subscribe, and share. This is Keeping Up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. Mm-hmm.